Yes, we're doing a big class today. The redemptive unification flow. Amuna is our future with the redemptive unification flow. I'm repeating this because it's really important you guys get what it means. The redemptive unification flow. We're going to flow towards the redemption. Who doesn't want the redemption? <laughs> Who's enjoyed this year? Wow, what a year. Sorry we're a little bit late. Just the uh, studio technical things. Thank God I've been sitting here already. Half an hour ready to go. And in fact, we've even been asked to go ahead an extra hour later now. So it's going to be weekly 3 p.m. And that's okay. Maybe next week will be earlier. We'll see. <laughs> it's all about going with the flow. That's the point. And that will lead to this year, which is Tough Shin. Pay Aleph. We've already been in Tough Shin Pay 2020. A little bit of a difficult one. 2020 vision. <laughs> the Corona challenge. It's been going on till this you know, last minute, last minute, every minute, who's going to be in Uman? And tonight, Nissan Black, is he performing in Beit Shemesh or not? We just got the go-ahead, thank God, it's official. There's no lockdown, no uh, whatever they call it. I've forgotten the name. Someone tell me. Whatever they call it when they tell people to go to bed early or something. <laughs> or whatever, watch more Netflix instead of going out. Whatever people do, or hopefully learn more Torah. That would be a good idea, especially now that we're Erev Rosh Hashanah. It's the time to get ready for the new year. Tafshim Pei Alephs. Had a little bit of a joke, but let's say Pidutz and Achtus. What are this? These are the two words. Yeah, these are the two words of redemption and unification are Pidut and Achtut, or Pidus and Achtus, whichever Ashkenazi, however way you want to say it. But the point is, it's a redemptive flow. Pay represents Pidus, redemption. And Aleph represents Actus, Taf Shin, this year of, of Tehesh and us. It should be a year of redemption and unity. These are the two Khalalim, these two principles that we've been talking about week after week in Amunah is our future, especially with our Amunah class with Rav Shalom Morish, our host in beautiful Chutzel Chesed studio. And we're sitting here in Yushalayim, the holiest place in the world. Thank God. Let's be happy where we are. And if you guys aren't in Yushalayim, but thank God now we have technology, you guys can join in. We're live on YouTube and Facebook. One day we'll get back to Instagram live. For the meanwhile, we're just focusing on these two. Plus we have the audio, which is going nicely. And that will go out on all our Breath of Israel podcasts. Amun is our future podcast. It goes out to all the different places. Sometimes the Unity Flow podcast, my personal one. Just put it out there to get some really good class, really great energy. Get the message out there. We'll put the video up on Instagram somewhere as well. And the point is that people should be able to share the experience of living in Yushalayim. The heat is overwhelming. I feel like I've been for an oven, you know, but the concept is, and this is very appropriate that we're holding today, Chai Elul, the Chiyas of Elul, this energy that exists when the Balatanya, or even before him, the Baal Shem came down into the world. This is a Yom Yeledet. This is the day, the Yotzai, the Maharal, Miprag, a very special day that comes down. Chai has Chiyas. 18, the number 18, people understand this in the world nowadays. It's a popular concept of Chai and life. Chai Elul. Elul is the end of a year. And usually at the end, you're a little bit washed out and tired like with such heat. Becomes the day of Ruchnius and spirituality and Kizchias and said to Baal Shem Tov. He was Megala, very beautiful concepts. And one of them was the idea of Mikvah. 
Mikvah was already known. Mikvah Yisro Hashem. It's a pasuk in uh, in the Novi. Also, we have Rabbi Akiva brings it down in the Gemara. We see in in Maseches Yom Kippur. Uh, of we have the Yom. Excuse me. We have the concept of Mikvah Yisro Hashem. That we are the Mikvah Yisro. That we ourselves make a Mikvah of hope. And and purity, purification before we come during this time of Elo and Rosh Hashanah and the ten days of Tshuva into the Yom Kippur, we come to a certain level of Mikvah Yisrael. Comes Chayelu, comes the revelation of the Baal Shem Tov, and I had the merit to be in his holy, holy home and in his holy base midrash and by his Mayan in the beautiful waters of the Baal Shem Tov. There's a beautiful well there that's just refreshing, like you can't imagine. In the middle of the winter, we went in there and also I've had the pleasure after freezing my kishkas off from the heat to the cold, I've had the pleasure also to be in the in the kvarim of the Baal Shem Tov, the base kvaris, and I'm being a Kohen, I had to go to a special room. It was very, very special there to be able to tune in with Rabbi Jacobson. I went on such a trip and it was very powerful to hear Torah of the Baal Shem Tov in such a place. And the mikvah, the purity, the purification of the cold there and the, and the spirituality. And that was his revelation before Mashiach comes that we should have a certain purification. That's Chayelu. Just before the end of the year, we should purify ourselves a little bit before we go into the Chodesh Hashri as we spoke. It's the seventh month. That we spoke in the previous class, the idea of Shabbos. So we get this preparation right now. It comes down this light of mikvah. So how does it manifest in Eretz Israel? But not only does it manifest with a big balagan politically, and we won't talk about that, but also the big balagan with the Corona challenge. The, there's lockdown curfew. That's the word I was looking for, curfew, and all the different things going on that is creating a big balagan. But at the same time, comes down a tremendous light of purity in the form of a schwitz, a heat such a heat like people are knowing there's a custom to go to a schwitz to to like purify your body a little bit before shabbos to go schwitz not something that i'm actually knowing today i don't do such a thing but there are many many nice people yes all the way from sydney australia people saying hello hello to you you can't believe how hot it is i don't know what it's like over there i imagine it's the winter so it's probably a little bit cooler I mean, even though you've gone through a lot of heat over there as well in, in your own way, but it's hot in New Shalim right now, like a crazy uh, messianic heat. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is, but it is very hot. So, like, let's just tune in a little bit what it means. The Baal Shem Tov said there's a certain preparation for Mashiach. He was Megala, this concept of unification. And that was part of the redemptive spirit that once his Torahs came into the world, North Carolina, yes, good to see the people on the live feed are responding. That's what we love. We want to share the light. That was the, the Savar. That was the message of the Baal Shem Tov, who was the Alta Zayda. He was the, the great-grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Breslov, Rabbi Nachman Ben Simcha, Ben Fager, who we're learning in his schus and his merit as well being in the presence of Rav Shalom Morish tomorrow night please God we're going to learn in his merit some Torah a little bit about what it means this unification and this oneness this light that comes down with Mashiach and this idea of Pedus and Achdus of Tetej Shanas Pedus for Achdus this year that's coming let's get ready for a special year of unification and redemptive energy but it should come in such a way that it flows it's not being forced no one's trying to force the redemption early we're not that kind of people we have patience, as Rabbi Nachman says in the previous Torah, Vov, I think, or Kufayin Hay, or Kufnun Hay, says over there, Arichas Apayim, the idea of having patience, that we all need to have a little bit of patience, a little Sablanut, and that goes together with this this divine quality, which we're going to be talking about soon, and Rav, um, already Rav uh, Dayan Elgrod spoke about in his daily Halakhic corner. 
He spoke about this idea that you're going to serachim him, these 13 principles of mercy. We already shared his daily class today, and it comes down in Slichot. The Svadim has started, the Ashkenazim are starting this Motzi Shabbos already after Pasha's Nitzavim V'yelech. We're already going to join together. That's Nitzavim. We come together, V'yelech, and we go, and we go with Slichot. We go with them. You're going to serachim him with the 13 levels of, of attributes of mercy. We bring down this arichas of pie and this tremendous patience and savlanut, the way we should be as a human being. We have to have godly attributes. It's not enough just to learn Torah. He says here about the power and kedusha of Torah, but it's also important that we should also not only learn it with joy and in simcha, but we should become godly ourselves. We have to try spiritualize this world as we quoted beautifully in our Instagram stories someone a beautiful artist is sending us posts and we put out there this concept from the Baal Shem to one that you're never alone from Hashem and from the Balatanya of Chayelu we have the idea of Dira Tachtona that this whole point of this world is to make this place a dwelling place for Hashem if you want to know what your purpose is everybody needs to know what their purpose is in this world so on a clarlistic level for everybody it is to make this world a dwelling place of godliness so we have to figure out how to do that so one of the things is through our teachings of Amuna. we have thank god rev orish and we learn from him the, the importance of his spodilus talking to hashem right now there's a lot of encouragement we posted it already about praying for the gates of uman to open up there are some good news rumors here and there of thankfully some permission being allowed for certain people to go hopefully that will open up and up and up and more so it won't just be a few people it'll be many people will be able to go to Uman this year it won't just be the small amount that are slowly slowly that were there already or the ones who are being allowed I don't know how they're making such decisions but such things happening I heard but I mean even someone offered kindly to get me there as well let's see you know once again I'm very happy wherever Hashem puts me I'd want to be by the Sadiq I've had the most amazing three years when I was in Uman the last three Rosh Hashanahs it was awesome and I was with, thank God, amazing people. I got to see Gedalia Fenster, my friend, and hang out with him. I got to see Nissan Black, of course. We were together and we did some shows there. It was great energy. I put up some of those videos of Nissan Black performing live in Oman. It was unbelievable. And like I said, tonight we're going to have him perform for Yeshiva, thank God. There's no lockdown, no curfew. So the perform for Yeshiva's Rashid. Have these kind of great experiences. And it's nice to see that there's a certain energy. Like, it's funny enough, as we're speaking, and um, we have Nissan Black here tomorrow in the studio. Very, very big news. We're very excited to have a rerun on the previous first class of our Muna class of Ravorish. Nissan Black's coming back into the studio for finale class. Hopefully, no curfew will get in the way. He'll be able to join Ravorish and he'll be able to do a rerun, his new track. A certain energy has been explaining the track rerun, but we're, the way we're explaining it a little bit is the concept of rerun of like we're joining again with his special light and we're going to bring his new track into the studio. Hopefully, he'll play it somehow. Hopefully, no copyright issues. And please go, we might, might even have a very, very just to announce right now a special guest, a new friend, a guy called Ben Blackwell. Let's see, he might be coming. They just, the manager just sent me a message he wants to come by. So it'll be interesting to see that, you know, he might come in, someone who's a new person in our journey he's got a different message slightly but the main thing is they there's a request to collaborate and join together and that's something we'll see what Hashem decides if that's going to come together but we'll open our doors here to different kinds of people and that's one of the things about unity that we're open to all kinds of cultures and religions and people and the goal is once again to bring that feeling of redemption there has to be unification in the end the human soul is united as we're putting out there in my personal blog and books, there's a united experience of soul. Everyone has a soul. 
everyone has a spiritual aspect and that's very important to get in touch with that by speaking it out and we learn from Avorish by Vidabba to speak to Hashem and to bring it out more and more that we have a soul the more you speak it out the more you express that part of your soul the more that has dominance like the idea of people god forbid who are doing the opposite they're swearing or they're talking about low stuff or politics or the god forbid even worse they're speaking bad about people this pulls a person down to the physical level or to the material level or to even worse to like the levels of god forbid things we don't want to talk about so that kind of energy we don't want to go there especially Elul is a time where we work on purifying our mouth we work on purifying what we're seeing hopefully no one's got any more netflix addictions going on so you can actually put your eyes to good use so, so you can see Hashem, the beautiful people in your life you can join us on our live feeds you can tune into the more soul experience someone's checking in that's nice I'm glad to hear. I hope you're checking in. Maybe you're checking in to fly to Uman. <laughs> That'd be cool. There are definitely people figuring it out. And yes, we love you too. So it's very important that we keep giving over that energy of love. And we know that music combined with Amuna teachings is a very powerful tool. And that's why we want to keep bringing in musicians to our studio. There's Ben Blackwell's a musician. This is Black. He's our star guest. Please God tomorrow night. And we had the opportunity, we don't know who, if next week we'll be here, because hopefully, hopefully, your guy, your, your tefillahs, my prayers, the Rav's prayers, everyone in the rest of Israel and the community, all the prayers of the Jewish people and all the people in Uman now and all the people opening up these gates. We might not have a class next week. I mean, me personally, I think I'll be able to make one because I think if you know, I go, it'll only be next week. But the Rav, we hope it could be Wednesday. The flights are still standing. That's the money he has. That he hasn't canceled those flights. And it looks like, you know, you never know. There could be an opening. So let's keep praying, guys. That's the power of, of tefillah and bringing out the prayer into our life to manifest a more spiritual experience. Because like I said, those three years in Uman that I had was just another world. And it spiritualized the whole year because the Rosh is the head. And the, those 48 hours, Mayach, is, represents the gematria of the brain. And it brings down, the brain is the guide, is what leads the whole body ahead in the right direction. And that's how we have to understand it with this mind during those 48 hours, how we think, how we pray, what we're tuning into on Rosh Hashanah. There's not a time to read the newspaper or magazines. It's a time to tune in to a whole different reality of Mamlech Hashem, of making Hashem the king over ourselves. Hashem Melech is actually Melech, is actually Mayach on the lave. The brain should rule over the heart. And that's a very big principle from the Balatanya as well as Bitele Yesh. But the concept of the Mayach, the mind ruling over the heart. We don't just live off emotions. Gedalia has been talking this, about this a lot. That the coronavirus challenge causes us to rethink things and to take a step back and to reapproach life in different ways. But to do it with emotional intelligence, and that's a lot to do with how we're thinking on a spiritual level. How we're guiding ourselves through Amunah and through the soul. So we want to know... One of the things is how to bring this into our daily life. Very important. So right now during El, there's a lot of tips, a lot of minhagim, a lot of customs that can help spiritualize our daily life. We have the chauffeur, as we've spoken about, and the special psalms. And we're going to talk about slichot next week, please God. And for the Swadim, they're already doing that. And it bringing into our daily life more and more prayer. That in itself spiritualizes our daily life. But what about like when you're in business? So it's interesting because Rabbi Nachman says that here in his Torah in Ayin Tess, it's in the 79, he says that when you go out to do business, there's going to be such things as thoughts of tshuva. It's very 
appropriate that a person should have certain thoughts of regret like say you were involved with something that maybe is not so straight or you didn't treat someone so nice or when you're at home with your family and kids you don't most calm you weren't soul your soul means like gentle i've been writing about it right now in my book united souls and you can hear about that in my relationship podcast it's called the relationship flow very connects into what we're doing it's all about flow this concept of being gentle and kind and caring and giving all these beautiful ways of how a person should be but like we said like you don't go overboard you don't put emotions where for example you need to make a business though you need to be now it's not time to be empathetic you have to be logical and straight and keep what the rules are so it's that balance between the mind and the heart that's appropriate we don't go to extreme heart we don't go to extreme mind you have to have that balance and that's the balance of mind and heart it's very important that the godly aspect guides us how to go through life in a daily level and that's thank god we have the halacha so a lot of the burden is taken off us we don't need to stress so much if you know that you have a shulchan aruch. You guys all have a shulchan aruch. Everybody in the world has some sort of halakhic experience, whether you're Jewish or not Jewish. Everyone has some laws how to guide a person at a daily level. And that in itself, if you understand the Sheva Mitzvah's B'nai Noyach and there's the, the Torah, and it gives a certain guidance. So a lot of the burden of what you need to do every day is already taken off. You need to wake up. There's Moda'ani, Natil Shadayim. Go pray. There's like a lot already tuned in how your schedule should go. And that's for everybody, man, woman, whatever you are in between, however it works, you have a, a guidebook of what to do on a daily level that's pretty formative. For example, tonight we got Mincha and then Marab. And then, please God, I got a B'mitzvah. Who's the B'mitzvah? Eliezer Koso. He came into our studio. He sang very nicely. And I have the merit. I saw his boy was born Rosh Hashanah. So we're making a B'mitzvah a bit early. Maybe he'll go to Uman, another Shliach to go to Uman for us. I'm just bringing it up as an idea that today there's a, there's a Seder already. After work, there's Mincha, Marav and a B'mitzvah. Thank God. And you have things to keep you focused so you're not just stuck and say what about now we've been in quarantine or we've had all kinds of limitations so then like we said there's <laughs> there's so much to do in your spare time right now there's so much prayers to be said there's so much Torah to be learned there's acts of kindness we have thank God we have the internet there's so much you can watch that's positive you can share positive content you know you guys can share my post I, I'm happy you put my video out there for some of the videos have had thousands of views you know and it would be nice that that should grow because of the concepts of Amunah, the concepts of Baal Shem Tov, the concepts of Balatanya, the concepts of Rabbi Nachman, the concepts of Rabbi Shalom Arish, they need to be brought out more and more in the world to spiritualize this place because by yourself, it's unlikely you're just going to come to such a, a ideas. I do have my own personal journey when I came first when I was doing tshuva at the beginning and I didn't know much about Judaism so there was certain thank God certain awarenesses of of the soul the soul talks to you and was bringing us thank God for your music and art for your creativity a certain awakening that we could come alive a little bit on the soul level and suddenly my with all our friends that says the concept of seekers when you talk to people I was able to like bring out more and more the monks when we talk to each other like you guys please go on the edited version we'll see on our website and our YouTube underneath this comments is this is that we're talking to each other when you talk to each other in person which i miss those days of just being with my friends i'm sure all of you do but when those moments of of connection soul connection if you're with a loved one or you're still thank god able to see your friends on a more casual level like my friends are in other parts of the world thank god i do have some friends in jerusalem and i'll see some of them tonight and there's been mitzvah but the idea when you're with people to be able to talk to them 
you know these zoom chat meetings are amazing as well we we mentioned last that i was already on on a zoom chat where i could speak about my journey these these are powerful moments where we can tune in a little bit to our soul level and get an understanding i, I want to bring up something which which has helped me a lot that is the podcast and there's something like i know it's a little bit you know not the ideal because the ideal like i said it should be talking amongst a holy group of friends about more heiliger things holy things but just say you know right now we're in a generation where we have podcasts like joe rogan he's very popular and mike tyson comes on it you know mike tyson the boxer so he comes on yeah and he's he's a pump guy now he's getting ready to come back 54 years old he's gonna go back in the ring now what impressed me about that podcast and like i said when you're listening to these things it's almost like you're having a conversation with them you're definitely like experiencing a little bit of a conversation experience so you have this energy of someone like mike he's a champion like the habdor ravaris the champion in amuna he's a champion in fighting so he has now realized that without a soulmate without someone to be guiding him and be empathetic with him he's not able fully to come to his completion and his life because it's all very good to go knock someone out but if you then feel like an animal afterwards and just want to go knock everyone else out in your life because you're still hyped up after a 50 second fight and it's all that energy you built up and now you're ready to go and and unfortunately life you know doesn't allow you to just go knock people out so <laughs> So he's got to get that balance. So that's the idea. Someone like Mike realizes he has to marry someone who can calm him down, channel him, guide him, give him meaning. Let's hope this time with his fight will only bring good energy into the world. And it will bring, you know, this is the idea that the world out there, that when you're in business, when you're in seeing the entertainment industry or whatever it is, that it should have a spiritual aspect that you can learn emotional intelligence from it. He mentioned those words himself, the shock, emotional intelligence, the idea of having that sensibility of how to live. And that's something which is becoming more and more aware. There's a certain mindfulness nowadays, a certain awareness of lifestyle that's, that's channeling us. And thank God with the Corona Challenge slowed us all down a little bit that we can just tune in a little bit to the soul, that we all have a bit more of a soul connection. Even the most crazy guy out there suddenly realizes he needs that soul connection, that the drugs and the energy and the, and the show lifestyle is not going to give it to him in the end. It's not going to give him happiness, it's not going to calm him down and give him to a, a, a positive relationship with people around him. So people start to realize they need that soul experience. And that's once again, when you're with Ravorish or you're with righteous people like this, you have this beautiful experience of calmness. I saw my Rebbe yesterday, the Tolna Rebbe, and he was just like, calm. <laughs> Relax, it's going to be good. Yeah, and just to have that calmness, just to know, yeah, Tov, it will be good this new year. It will be a new year of, like I said, redemption, redemptive energy, a, a time like, you know, just think of the Bob Marley song or whatever it is that you relate to, Chabad Nigan or Mashiach, whatever it is, there's going to be that kind of energy of redemption song. It's going to be positive. It's going to be a year of a lot of good things. Let's think good, think good, and it will be good, a famous saying of Lubavitch. The Chabad thoughts, the power of the mind and the heart joining together, the thoughts of Chabad, Chachma bin Adas joining together with Breslov, the Basalev, the heart of flesh, and then going together to, with actions of good. I was thinking about it, like, how can we give charity? That's another important thing. We'll end off with this concept of Elul. All of you, once again, are always welcome to partner. Always put below our breast of link to partner and to donate generously. We also have, please God, with Ravorish. You have the opportunity to get a brocha blessing from him and join it. Join him with that. Always put it under there and Rabbani encourages it. But the idea of charity, I myself, I'm not such a rich dude right at this point in my life in some ways. In some ways, I'm very rich. I live in Yushalayim. I have a beautiful family. Thank you, Hashem. So what, what can I do? So thank God I have a lot of clothes that get left over 
So I could give them to a close gemach. And you know what? One day I'll probably see people, I won't say anything, but see people all around where I live, my neighborhood, not such a rich area. They'll be walking around with, with good clothes, good quality clothes that we gave. You know, they'll use them for Yom Tov or whatever. These are the kinds of kindness every person can do. I'll be schlepping these bags one after another, schwitzing in the heat, getting those bags to the gemach, to the place where they give them out to the people out here. And there's so many other kinds of gemachim, like these centers of kindness that you have, thank God, in Jerusalem. And it's always a big merit for us to have these. Because if you need the stuff, you also have where to go. Thank God I don't need the clothes from there. My wife gets to go to a normal clothes shop. Thank God. But everyone in their own reality. So we've got to thank and do and get involved in action. Not just think and not just have good feelings and speak out spiritual things, but actually do kindness. Like someone wants to offer to fly me to Uman. Very nice of you. Thank you. Let's see how it goes next week. If there's permission and this and that. But whatever it is, the kindness was done. The reality of someone says it says with the Jewish people and maybe the world as well. But the idea when you do a machshava tovah so you think a good thought, it's as if you did it. So that's the idea constantly generating a good energy and the whole year let's machshavas tovah mustaf lamaisa let's think good about what this year is going to be let's get into that concept visualize like Gedalia talks about the cheesecake party let's visualize what this year is going to be all the big celebrations all the big events all the big moments of goodness the things will work out all the events that we want to book will book like I'm a book agent all the all the speaking opportunities for Ravosh will work out people will want to come and join the Zoom interviews it's going to be blessing people going to donate generously and partner and there's going to be success in this studio we're going to have a positive relationship with all the people who work here and there's all these blessings and family and friends and there's going to be shefa and brocha and no more corona everyone's going to be healthy everyone's going to be happy and join together with unity and we're going to unify on a soul level we're going to learn how to communicate with all the different ways of thinking or learn how to how to join together all our different infrastructures these are abilities and these are prayers and these are realities and the way you think will manifest you have Shalom bias. Please God, you have children that want to connect to Hashem. You know, that's one of the biggest challenges nowadays that they should find their path and we pray for that. Our children should find their path with Hashem. These are the power of the soul. All of you, share this class. It's not enough. I don't see enough people watching. Come on. You've got the button. You just press share. It's so easy. These are the concepts that we can do so much with our fingers, with our thoughts, with our mouth, with our eyes. Let's stop getting caught up in down feelings. Let's get into what we can do positively. Let's get energized for the new year. It's going to be a year of redemption and actus and unification. Let's flow that way. Let's join the flow of positivity. The Hashem is going to be pouring down as we blow the shofar. And it's going to be a new energy, a new year. A new 10 days of repentance, a new Yom Kippur, a new Sukkot, a new Simchas Torah. It's going to be an elevated time, Tishrei. It's going to be a year of, of Shabbos, of positivity, of, of unification. So not only are you having tshuva at work, says Rabbi Nachum, but you're going to have the tshuva shlema, the Emes HaSadik, the Megala, the Emes light of Mashiach. And that's the concept that Oresh has been talking about here. He's giving us that energy that the light of Mashiach is coming. The, the Mashiach himself is revealing himself soon. And we have to be in that mindset that this is the base of Mingdish is going to be rebuilt. There's going to be a temple, a dwelling place for Hashem in the world, and it's going to be revealed. This light, this was the rotson of all the Siddiqim, the will of all the righteous people. And of, of course, Hashem is Baruch. He wants to dwell with us, He wants to have a relationship with us, He wants to become one with us, He wants to unify. Who doesn't want to unify with the loved people in our life to have those positive moments together at the Shabbos table, the Yom table, or whatever it is, the week, the day, dinner, in the middle of the week? You want to have a nice experience with your family. 
It doesn't have to be a fight all the time. It doesn't have to be stress and tension about how you're going to pay this and do that. It's just to experience life in a calm, soulful way and a oneness so that all your life has purpose. That's the idea of Shabbos, that it gives purpose to this whole building you built. The six days of the week, the six areas as a Maral, it's your side today, that you have these walls around you, the up, down, around, around. These six walls to build inside that place, the Shabbos, to make purpose of the building you built to make to bring in the seventh dimension to make it purposeful so that how we're going to end off this this sixth day that we're in of the of the week and the sixth day of six thousandth millennium and we're holding just about to end and we're holding now in the sixth month we're at the end of time right now it's end of days in a positive way we're about to enter into a new level Let's get ready for that. Let's visualize it. Let's pray for it. And even if it doesn't manifest right this second, but try and live it. Try and live in a calm way. Because in the end, we're not in control. The corona thing's already proven to you. No one's in control. Every day is a new story. Let's just start and join, enjoy the flow of life. Enjoy the flow of our daily experience with Amuna. And Metz Hashem will be able to join together in another Amuna class soon with Mashiach Sekeno. And we'll please go to remember tomorrow night, Nissan Black's going to be here with Ravorish and all our friends join make it reality share the post the links are there you guys have to make it happen i can't do it by myself i'm asking you as a as a soul to spread the end of the message of the soul to the world so we can have a more soulful life share this i'm not by myself I, it's, there's no point i can sit in this room and talk by myself you guys need to get it out there you're the messengers you're this is your obligation as Baruch Hashem, as souls in this world we want to live a soulful experience we want our children to grow up in a world that's more soulful we want the future the Muna is our future we want it to be a redemption and unification and to flow amen thank you for listening please share this on